Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I'm Agent Herrera. I'm Agent Facosta. I'm Agent 69. Uh, <laughs> nice. Man, I... Flazo's <laughs> in here and he's like, I have my opening. I have my opening. I can't believe it. I, I was ready. Think of that. You really were. <laughs> I thought of Agent 420, but it was as Herrera was already leaving my mouth. So I That would have been good. It would have yeah. been. Yeah. I was, you said Herrera and I was like, oh, let me not... Let me not be weird. I'll just be. I thought for uh, sure someone would take like one. Our brand. Like, Don't say it. <laughs> no, yeah, four twenty was definitely on my mind. Sixty nine, I forgot about. Idiot. And this and week, Amanda's fired. <laughs> oh, finally, huh? About time. And this okay. week, we're talking about Hitman Three. Hold up, I just realized, guys, I I just realized, because it's so far away, we've been doing the show for like six months now, wasn't this technically requested by one of our founding parents? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, and we're doing it now, yeah. Mm. Was this, whose request was this, do you remember? Gio, it was Giovanni Neste, it was Giovanni Neste. Thank you, Giovanni Neste, for your kind uh, donation for sponsoring this episode. (laughs) Finally, we get to do it. I mean, it wasn't our fault. It didn't exist yet. So That's true. Very true. But here we are. All right. Hitman 3. Yeah. For those of you who may not be familiar, this is the third Hitman game. Except it's actually not. It's like they've made way more than three. But this is the third Hitman game in like the kind of like soft reboot type thing that they did yeah. a few years ago. Um, And hey, my big takeaway for this game is, yeah, it's just more hitman uh which is not a bad thing uh just but if you've played the other hitman games this is incredibly incredibly familiar in 99.9 percent of ways um for context i played it on pc and i finished it i but i only played each mission once but we'll talk about why later i played this game on the plastacion and this is my first hitman game i did not play the other two um yeah so that was exciting (laughs) um this is also my first hitman game and i played it on the computer and it worked it worked and it was actually really fun and uh anyway shut up tell me more anyway um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that's what I did. John, did you already say what you did? Okay, cool. Yeah. I so, did. what did you guys think? How uh, how did you how far did you guys get? How did it go for you guys? Okay. I finished it. That's Me fantastic. too. I beat the game. I didn't. Um, I'm. I really did want to. I genuinely could not. There is not enough time in a day. But from what I, <laughs> John. John's laughing and his camera's on and I <laughs> there's something well I just want everyone to know when John laughs it's like it's a whole experience because he never he'll laugh but when he like laughs he uses it's his a whole, whole body 
Yeah, it's it's. Is that how you <laughs> 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 anyway, um, yeah. So I didn't I didn't get to finish it, but this does seem like the kind of game which we had already discussed beforehand. But it does seem like the kind of game that you don't necessarily um have to beat it to know what it's about. But I'm sure it helps. Obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you get a good feel for the mechanics of the game from the get-go. Because, again, it is so much of what was already in Hitman with a few additions here and there. And we'll, we'll get into those. Um, but I think you... Like, if, if someone were to lend you the game for you to try it out, if you don't like that first mission, I highly doubt the rest of the game is going to change your mind. Right. So, makes sense, I suppose. Um... Where do we feel like we should start? I think gameplay might be an interesting place to start, especially since I'm the only person who's played the other Hitman, so I'd love to hear uh, how it was for you guys as newcomers. And that's probably the biggest thing to talk about, Of too, course, I yeah. Think, so this sure. game, uh, um, a little note, yeah, this game is all about the actual gameplay. Uh, what you are doing is you are playing a Hitman, and you are given missions. There is a story that you'll follow, and we'll get into that in a second. This picks up where Hitman 2 left off. But um, the the actual gameplay itself is like semi-open world. It's open mission design in that you get dropped into this area and there are multiple different story threads you can follow uh, in order to accomplish your goals and to kill the people you need to kill. Uh, and so it's very much designed around the idea of playing the same missions over and over again to find different paths, to try different things, go about it different ways, try and get better scores, whatever. And then I don't know if they're doing it with Hitman 3, but I know with Hitman 2, they all they were always releasing, uh, I think, weekly levels. Uh, always, all the oh, time. Wow. So, Yeah, usually, I mean, they might reuse a map, but it'll be a different objective, different targets. For a while, they were doing, like, celebrity targets. When it first launched, you could go kill Sean Bean. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, cool. so they do cool stuff like that, which is fun. Like, especially if you value replayability, I think Hitman is a game that you should really heavily look at to see if it might be something you're interested in. But yeah, how how did you guys like the actual gameplay? I liked it a lot. I mean, I'm a I'm very into stealth games usually, um, and I I mean I've always heard about like the variety of stuff that you could do in these Hitman games, the creativity involved in you know planning out different assassinations. Or just, you know, stumbling upon things within levels where, I, I don't know, you, you could capitalize on, like, maybe someone standing next to a railing and just, like, impulsively you could push them over. It's so much fun. Um, it, yeah, little things like that that just happen on a whim. I think I might have said this in an other, another episode, but this is one of those examples of, like, an emergent gameplay experience i guess where things seem to happen naturally and it's not all on rails or contrived or meant for story really um you just kind of make your own fun in this big stealth assassination sandbox and um i talked about this before the episode but uh, another big stealth game i played uh, before Hitman 3 was Metal Gear Solid 5 a while ago, and I couldn't really get into that one. It wasn't my cup of tea. There's a lot of options you have in that game, but the biggest comparison I can make is this game had very interesting level design, whereas I don't think Metal Gear Solid 5 did, and I think that was a big draw for this game, always going into interesting areas with a lot of verticality and a lot of options at your disposal. Um, more than just with your arsenal of tools that you have. But um, yeah, overall, I thought 
it was a ton of fun. I, I had a great time. For sure. I, I think you make an interesting point. Uh, me as someone who I loved Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, I think Metal Gear Solid 5, a lot of the gameplay emerges from you, your gadgets, and like what you have. So it's very broad, open spaces. And uh-huh. it's very like geared towards military compounds, like that sort of thing. Whereas this game is much more about uh, smaller spaces, but making them very densely packed. And right. so instead of having all this space and all these gadgets, you really don't have much as Agent 47 at all. Mm. But there's a ton of people, and usually they're all packed on top of each other. So you need to find little opportunities to knock someone out and take their outfit and hide the body. Because if you don't hide the body, then they're going to identify that you're wearing their costume. And then they'll be looking for you. So knock them out, hide the body, grab an apple. And if you need to knock someone out and that's all you got, you throw the apple at their head and you knock them out. And then you go hit them before they get back up. Like, it's very much about kind of... um. It, it takes the opposite approach of Metal Gear in terms of stealth. And I really like both, but I can see uh, how, if you're someone who did not enjoy Metal Gear, that this still might be your kind of game. It, it might be the kind of stealth you enjoy, even though they're they're similar but opposing at the same time. Yeah, I see your point. It's like using the level and your surroundings to your advantage versus using what you have to your advantage in Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is certainly my preference. And um, not to knock Metal Gear, I, I, I get it. It's not my cup of tea. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but the, a lot of things that um, that I found in this game I think is just, you know, a preference I have. I like all the sure. options that you could find on the spot in a level. It was, it yeah, was cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I think it's brilliant design, and they clearly have stuff that's set up where they want it to happen, but then there's other stuff where it's, like, purely happenstance based on, like, where is this particular AI being at at this moment? Where are you? Right. What do you have at your disposal? I think it is it is a really... And I'm not the only person to say this. Of course, the games are known for their replayability, but it's something they aim for, and I think they hit that mark pretty well. But Amanda, how, how was it for you? Um, I'm very similar, I think, to Palazzo. I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but uh, I am not the... Normally, I guess, which I don't even know what that means at this point, but normally I wouldn't say like I am the biggest fan of stealthy kind of games or sneaky sneak because I just, I as a person, am um, anxious and I get nervous very... Uh, not easily, but I've noticed more and more about myself. I definitely just have anxiety. It's fine. But um, so when it comes to games like these, I'm always just very nervous and I get very scared easily because I'm like, I just don't want to mess up, I guess. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. the first time I tried the game and I booted it up and I ran it, like I accidentally garroted a woman in a bathroom and <laughs> people, you know, <laughs> I was compromised and blah, 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 blah. So from that point on, it kind of just like was like, hey, it's fine. Like it's you're gonna and I'm that's just reassuring for me. So, um, yeah, but I found it. I had I, I did have a very enjoyable experience from what I did get to experience. And the I actually want to finish this game. Um, and I actually since I do have the first Hitman, I would like to play it. So I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. To touch on your point, I guess, to give people a better feel for the gameplay, um, I actually think messing up is some of the most fun in this game. This one yeah. of, because I played Hitman 2, and then this one, and I think I played a mission or two in Hitman 1. I never bought that one, but I got to play a little bit. Um, but I did play all of Hitman 2. And so in this game, I found maybe it's just the experience or something, but as someone who loves stealth games, 
this is the game where I made the least mistakes. But even still, I think mistakes in the Hitman games are the most fun because you're freaking out and you have to figure out what the hell you're going to do. Because Agent 47, you know, usually you can choke someone out and then take their costume and hide them. But if you have the wrong thing equipped, the button that usually chokes them out will suddenly enter a very calm, but very brutal, like, throat slitting animation. Okay. <laughs> It'll just be like nothing. And you're like, oh, no, I did not mean to do that. My score just got deducted because I killed this person. Although I don't care about the score in this game, but whatever. There is a score system, and if you kill non-targets, it goes down. So if that's an aspect of gameplay that you're interested in, like kind of that overachiever type thing... I'm sure there's a lot of fun to be had here too, trying to speed run these levels and doing it as cleanly as possible. But like I had one mission where I crushed a lady with a grape presser, like a mechanical grape presser. Uh, but in broad daylight, like everyone was there. I just ran. I ran far enough to lose them. I ducked into a field where I had left an outfit earlier from a different target I was following. I got that outfit. They didn't recognize me. Went back to the same place and <gasps> killed my second target there. And that was just so much fun. Like, literally, uh, at one point, I got seen by one of, like, the foremen being, like... Because certain people, like, authority figures in, in terms of, like, if you're disguised as a worker and the person who would be your boss is there, that person, if they see you for long enough, will be like, hey, I don't recognize you. And so when I went back to the area, it was really funny to see someone recognized me and was like hey you're not supposed to be here and i was like yeah i also just crushed the lady in the great presser but you don't remember that and then i like crouched behind a little uh, uh trash can and just kept running in circles until he lost me <laughs> and so like stupid stupid stuff like that is what i really love yeah it's kind of a wacky game too like it is a wacky it, game it, it's meant to it, it leads to moments like that where even if you're busted, it's not that sort of like um, game over. It, it, you know, it's not a, a horror game. It's not an action game or anything like that where it takes itself seriously. I feel like the game is designed to where you could have very, very silly moments like that. And um, I think it's important to say, too, that. When we say, like, this is an open world, not open world, but an open area sandbox stealth game that gives you a lot of options, they we don't mean options by just, like, oh, you could kill someone with a gun or a knife or a tree branch. Like, you could get involved in, like, elaborate plans or scenarios to enact your assassination that goes down many, like, threads or paths. And the fun of it is, like, exploring, like, different avenues each time you replay a level, if you choose to replay a level. Yeah. Like, um, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but, for example, that that manor mission, I love oh. that one so much. Because you, you could, if you want, be a part of the murder mystery that's going on within the manor. Like, you could I know, be the detective. I know you didn't, but uh, I fully did. Like, I abandoned the main objective and I said, no, 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 no. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this murder mystery. Wow. Yeah. And that's hilarious. And uh, yeah. I don't know, just, like, giving you things to do like that within each level is always... It's fun to explore. It's it's a well-made game. That, to me, is the greatest innovation in the game. That single mission. <laughs> that manner mission. It really, like, blew my mind. Yeah. And I, it had me thinking about it for, like, a while after I finished it. Just because I was like... Not that, you know, it, it was kind of, like, standard fair murder mystery as far as, like, storylines go. But just... I don't know why. It just works so well within the game. It was perfect. And, yeah, I really loved it. And so I'm curious, like, how you guys played the game. Because 
Like, I'll tell you, when I played Hitman 2, at least starting out, I kind of didn't really follow the story threads. It took me a second to be like, oh, maybe I should be doing this more often. I would kind of just run until I found my objective, and then I'd be like, cool, how can I weasel my way into getting yep. close enough to this person? Uh, but in this game, I did end up uh, pretty much every mission I followed a story thread. The only time I didn't finish a story thread was just like, for example, with the Great Presser. I was like, you know what? I can kill you right now. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, but for the most part, I was actually, I think they did a good job with those threads in this game in like making me interested in seeing them through. Not just to kill the person, but to be like, hmm, I'm curious like where this goes. Um, I would listen to a lot of NPC conversations as I was walking around, that sort of thing. So they did a good job with that, but also like, what kind of agent were you? Because I know <laughs> my agent forty seven is uh, is a little rascal, and <laughs> he loves to run around. Because again, there's so many different things you could do. You can poison people. You can shoot people. You can garrote people. You can cause accidents. You can like there's so there's a bunch of different things that you can take uh, as approaches. And so one of the ways you can kind of get away security systems is they have a lot of like sinks or sprinklers or whatever like fuse boxes stuff that you can just activate to like get someone's attention and then either like take them out or sneak past them like whatever it is that you're trying to do and i just know that a lot of the fun i had in the game was just like turning stuff on like making a sink overflow and then <laughs> taking out the guy who came to stop it just so that it would keep overflowing like i would just cause havoc everywhere i went and so i had a lot of silly fun like that uh what what approach did you guys take to the game i was not a serious agent that's like a hundred percent sure, John. I was very similar, I guess, to how you played Hitman <laughs> too. Um, I guess, and I just ran around, and I really just, I just had a good time. It took me a while to actually like do the missions yeah. and stuff, such, but uh, but I had fun just running around. So take that. Yeah, I would try doing the story mission best I could, but the game, how it's designed, made it very hard to do that. <laughs> Just because there is so much you could do. Like, they had this mechanic. What is it called? The opportunity. Um, Like, there's a little blurb that pops up when you find a new thing you could do that says, like, new opportunity found or something. Sure. And you sort of, like, go down that rabbit hole. I would do that. When I find something new, I'm like, oh, what is this? And I would go after. And then maybe if I stumbled upon the thing that I was supposed to do, great. Um, But for the most part, I tried, you know, getting rid of the target and getting out of there. Um, I will say I tried to do it as stealthily as possible. It was hard because um, sometimes, you know, it's a gut reaction. If you see the target light there, I'm like, I could just shoot you right now yeah. and run away. But, but you will I, get wrecked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I might have done that once and then learned that that was a mistake. But um, I tried not to do that for the most part. But, yeah, no, it's just it's a good game, guys. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. It's it's. There's so many things you could do, and I love that about a game. Not just With, like steam or um, sending you down just a one road pathway, right? Yeah. A bunch of different ways you could go. Without spoiling too much, I do want to say actually, because the game is very much centered around like you can't really shoot your way out. I mean, you can, but it's not really the most feasible way. You will probably be faster uh, sneaking around than not having to kill everyone mm -hmm. because there's just too many guards. Uh, but the game in a later section has a mission where it like purposefully breaks from that. You are again, as always, you have the option to go about it in any way, but it's a very, it's a much more linear mission, and you're almost kind of encouraged to like go guns blazing. And I'm curious, right. Palazzo, 
to me, it was a really interesting and kind of cathartic moment uh, once I realized that. Uh, just because it is such a break from the rest of it. And having played some of the other games, you're kind of like, oh, cool. Like, I don't know, this feels significant. I was curious how that mission felt for you. Um, I thought that might have been one of the weaker ones. It was. It definitely was one of the weaker ones. But I will, like, as a first, as a single time playthrough in the story, and we'll get to narrative in a second. I did actually end up finding it kind of satisfying. It was interesting because it was different yeah. from a lot of the other ones. Um, like they they've never had something like that in the other Hitman games. They've never had not to my memory. Okay, because it was interesting. I'm just like it. It's interesting not for the reasons that I like the other levels. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. There were still interesting opportunities though. Like I don't know if you use the fuses at all. No. Okay. I well. Don't think- uh, a fun little tidbit when you get to that mission use the fuses because you can flash these lights and blind a bunch of people and then if you're quick enough you can kick all of them off before it wears off and it was so much fun just running around going bye 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 bye, bye, bye. <laughs> um and and stuff like that so i do think it was a nice little breakup especially like if you're i guess if you're only going to play the game through once like it's a cool thing to have in there but I definitely understand, like, people who are going to get this game for the replayability, I doubt you'll replay that mission ever. It reminded me of Uncharted 2, I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> oh, but you guys, you've never played that, have you? Nope. Never mind. Um, It was certainly story, well, yeah, story heavy, right? Yeah. At least the opening of it. I, I, I would, that... Well, should we get into story now or should yeah, we wait do, a second? Is there anything else? We'll, actually, there's one last thing I would want to talk about gameplay-wise. And it's just okay. uh, for the people who have played the other games in terms of like what has changed here. Uh, so a few of the new additions are you get a camera now, which works as a scanner of sorts. It's very much like your Witcher Sense or like whatever, any other version of that in any other game. The Tomb uh-huh. Raider, like Eagle Vision, whatever it is. The detective um, mode in Batman. Yeah, all of that. So you get the camera and it's there. I was worried that it was going to be super prevalent because while I do think that enables cool stuff, like I really do like that in The Witcher, my problem is like my compulsion when I play games to be like I'm worried about like missing something is if you give me that mode, I will be in that mode for 90% of the game. Like right. in, in The Witcher, like if you're playing on a console or whatever, you press in right stick to activate it, I will wear out my right stick just constantly pressing it in. Mm-hmm. And it's just something like I can't help. It's like an impulse control, I guess, or something. But I, I can't get over that. Um, so I was very happy to see that the camera is like a nice added tool, but it's not essential and it's useless a large portion of the time. So yeah. when you're using it, it really is like a special scenario. So much so that like at one point I was investigating your mystery and I was like, how the hell am I supposed to see this clue? And it's because I needed to use the camera and I forgot about it. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, uh, so that's new, and also, if you played Hitman 2, spoiler but no spoiler, you know that there is a character who you go through something with in Hitman 2, who ends up turning to your side, and you're like, haha, cool, great to have you, uh, and that person is there during, uh, this game, and I expected him to play a much bigger role than he did, uh, it was a very minor role, actually. Um, but it seemed like they were setting up kind of more of a tag team thing. I almost expected I was going to have to play as him at some point, which I thought might be interesting, but absolutely not. 
Um, Wait, sorry, not not to interrupt, but the the Eagle Vision thing, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, that was not in Hitman Two. If it was, I never used it. I don't remember it being there. That seems like a huge feature they would just add for the third game. I don't know, but maybe you're right. I didn't play the second one, so I don't know. But that's cool. You now have me questioning myself, but I'm like, if you had a gun to my head right now and you said yes or no, I would say (laughs) no, it was not in Hitman 2. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I'll have to look it up later. That's cool, though, that they added that to this game. Yeah. Uh, And then the other thing they added, which I don't... Pretty sure it wasn't him and two, and if it was, it wasn't super prevalent. And again, this really only popped up in like one mission for me. But they created like rusty versions of tools, so like you will often find a crowbar or like whatever, like things you can use to open doors or boxes. But they made rusty versions of them, which are single use to kind of it, it made it interesting for that one mission. But I didn't really run into them elsewhere, um, so not a huge addition really. The rest of the game is really standard fare. Um, and I mean, we'll talk about like graphics performance all in a while, but like even the look, it looks pretty much identical to the old games with the exception of now there are like pretty much proper cutscenes, and those look really nice. Um, whereas in the old one, you got little like portraits. So, uh, nice to see that they fully develop those. Uh, but yeah, so do, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about gameplay wise or should we move narrative. into narrative? I'm ready for narrative. Let's do it. Okay. So this is. Of the new trilogy, I think one of the more uh, narrative prevalent games, the Hitman games, they do have a story. Like, you know, this one picks up exactly where Hitman 2 left off. But to me, it always felt like it was so kind of pretty much a nothing factor. Like, there were moments that were obviously significant to the characters, but overall, as a player, like, it was kind of whatever. For me in this one, actually, the narrative while like maybe a little predictable and basic i i found that regardless of the fact that you know it might not be anything revolutionary it actually did very effectively make me feel things um so i mean i wasn't crying over hitman 3 but like when big moments happened of suspense or fear or elation whatever it was i don't i don't want to spoil it because it is such a short game so i i almost don't want to give anything away but whenever moments did happen i found that the cutscenes even if in that moment i was like this is maybe a little dumb i still did like feel those feelings i don't know so it was it was cool it was nice it was a cool thing to have especially for your first run through through the game i thought it was a a nice little touch what'd you guys think I was shocked that this game even had like a narrative. <laughs> I, I, I mean, and you kind of answered my question. Like, I guess the other games really, it wasn't there as much as it was in this game. But, um, and, and let me be very clear. I still didn't really care about what was going on too yeah. much, but, um, I was, I, I couldn't help but think the whole time, like, you know, this is good enough to where somebody cares about this. And it's actually like, you know, not bad. Yeah. Um, and it, it just surprised me. I don't know. They, they like took their time and care with like putting this into the game. It's not just a sandbox video game. Like there's something else there for fans of Hitman, I guess, to enjoy, especially in that mission we were talking about before. Yeah. It was a little more linear. Like the start of that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is Super interesting. Cool. Super cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't expecting things like that. So it certainly surprised me for sure. Yeah. Um, I, similar to Palazzo, I guess I didn't really care either about the narrative or I 
I mean, maybe I will as I continue playing it. But I... Can I ask what mission you're on? I'm at the end of the second one of the manor. Okay, so it's okay. about to, like, start. So... The, yeah. The, okay, main great. That's yeah. What I, yeah. The juicy that's I, that's stuff I, that's hasn't I, started yet. Yeah, that's what I'm picking up from this, um, which is great. But, so, John, are, you're saying that Hitman 2 didn't really have much of a narrative? Is that what... Or is no, that... It, it does have a narrative, like, because these games have been continuing the same narrative. Okay. But I don't know how to explain it. Like, in Hitman 2, while I did pay attention, like, you could check out of... And I mean, in this game, too, you can check out of the cutscenes and be fine. Like, the game is the game. And once you're in the game, like, honestly, kind of who cares what just happened in the cutscene. Um, but, like, Hitman 2, while I was like, oh, that is significant. But me as, like, Giancarlo, I was emotionally, like, pretty much unaffected. Okay. In this one, I was like, oh, that's significant. And maybe a stupid plot point. <laughs> but I'm angry right now. Okay. <laughs> like, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was effective. Okay. Uh, at least that. This is the Skyfall of Hitman Aww. games. Yeah. I love yeah. Skyfall. I love Skyfall. I, no, okay. th- that's a compliment. Skyfall yeah. is easily the best okay. James Bond game. By, not Mo- game, game, sorry, yep. movie. <laughs> My he- mind's on video have? games. <laughs> the, no, uh, Skyfall is the best James Bond movie. Yeah, but it might Skyfall. soon be a game. I don't know. And we will most probably play it here, I would I would assume. T- should, I, should I tell that story real quick? Go ahead, tell the story. <laughs> Yeah, so I was playing this game. I, guys, I'm a big James Bond fan, huge James Bond nerd. And the whole time playing this, I'm like, this game's wonderful. Like, I'm glad I finally, you know, got to play a Hitman game. But the whole time I'm thinking, like, oh, if there was a James Bond game like this, it would be so good. And then all of a sudden, like, in the middle, I don't know if I remember in the shower, in the middle of playing this game, I'm like, wait, these guys, their next game is a James Bond game. Uh, the developers are going to make a James Bond game next. They announced it, and I'm very, very excited. So, yeah, that's yeah. my story. You can reskin the game, and it would just be a James Bond game. like <laughs> For real. Yeah, I'm excited. But, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I had played the previous Hitman games, I would be more into the narrative for this one. Uh, Maybe. You know, just to, like, follow through and, like, yeah. tie the bow. It's not, it's you know what I mean? It's certainly not the point of the game, but sure. it is a nice thing to have. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. Any other notes on narrative? Like, it's so short. Like, this game is maybe... It has seven missions. So, like... It's a short game. You can probably yeah. beat this game in one sitting if you really wanted to. That might be yeah. my one knock on it. Kind of. I was actually about to ask how you felt about the length and the content of the game. The game is meant to be replayed, so in that sense, you could defend the length for sure. Yes. And if you're someone like me who wants to see all that there is to see, absolutely, you'll get your $60 worth. But for that, there are a lot of people that just want to go into a game, play through the missions, and be done with it. Um, that is a big deterrent, I think, for this game. Despite how fun it is, Like it's only like seven or eight hours. Eight, I'll say eight to be generous. Um. And, I, I don't six know. Six hours. When I had looked it up, it said six hours. Is it six hours? That's what it said when I had looked it up. Yeah, because you, you usually beat a mission in a little under an hour. So if there's seven, that puts you around six something. Sure. Right. Sure. Um. So. I'm just saying what I had saw. So. Maybe $60 is a little too expensive for someone that plays like I just stated. Um, Hi, it me. It, uh. You're that type of... No, yeah, you're right. So I guess the question is directed to you. How did you feel about the length? 
if uh, yeah it was something i thought about a lot because um i don't remember how many missions are in hitman 2 but it felt like hitman 2 was a little bit longer really i could be completely wrong but at least in terms of like experience it felt longer uh, and i would have liked a little longer with this game granted um Hitman is one of the few games that uh, I do kind of replay from time to time, particularly Hitman 2 because it has those, um, uh, the like weekly missions or whatever. Every now and then I'll drop in and I'll be like, I feel like playing a little bit of Hitman and I'll do that one mission and I'll be done with it. Uh, Or if like, I don't know, I'm trying, you know, back when there was not a deadly plague ravishing the lands. Uh, if someone was like at my house and I was like, oh, what do we play? What do we do? And I was like, oh, have you ever played Hitman? Here, try Hitman. And I'll load up Hitman. It's that kind of game that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as like my single experience, um, again, I do think the game is meant to be replayed. But if you're only going to play it once, I think they definitely could have done with even just two or three more missions. One for gameplay, but two also to space out the story a little more. Um, because some of the plot points felt a little rushed and contrived because like there's a huge turning point that happens and it's at the very end of a cutscene and it's just a little subtitle that like explains to you why it's important it's like because it, that thing you're seeing right now it's this and you're like oh, okay cool I see where this is going um, so maybe if they had a little more time a few extra cutscenes to work with they, they could have told the story a little bit more too and then also given you a little more gameplay because who doesn't want more Hitman I guess if you're someone like me who hasn't played the other games, you can actually download the old maps yes. into this game. That'll extend your experience, so that's probably worth doing for sure. If you could access that, <laughs> there's problems there, but you know, that'll extend your experience. That's one of the best things about the game, and I think that'll bring us into like this last kind of mishmash chapter of like performance graphics and other stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, but I think one of the, the strong suits of the Hitman games is historically when you buy one of the Hitman games, they'll give you the previous ones included as well. And that is because this game is not just in gameplay, but like graphically and everything near identical to the other Hitman games. Uh, if you really, if you had just let me play Hitman 3 and not told me what it was, I would have thought it was like just a new mission for Hitman 2. Um, oh. And if these games weren't all so short, like if this was the only one that was this short, I would have said, damn, this should have just been DLC. But because this is just the way the Hitman games are, I I guess I get it. Um, But yeah, so if you've never played Hitman and this sounds interesting to you, it sounds like a game you want to try, I said it in my 24-hour impressions, but if you're thinking about getting this game, Hitman 3 would probably be the one to get. Spend a little extra just because you'll get all of them included. So if you do like it, you have all that content to play. Um, But yeah, and then I'm curious how it ran and everything for you guys. Graphically, I will say, the game is very, very pretty. I, I loved, you know, there were scenes that I thought were gorgeous. Um, I don't know that graphically there were any huge leaps or bounds here. Um, maybe a little bit of improvement. But more than anything, they I think they just have really excellent designers that know how to use what they have and make beautiful settings. And that definitely shines here. Um, they, they know how to pack stuff and make it feel full of life. And I had very, very few performance issues. Uh, the only one I had was... When I first started the game, during the very first mission, the game like crashed on me and I had to like restart my computer. Like my uh, my NVMe drive literally stopped showing up on my computer. I was like, uh, what? Until I restarted. So I don't know what it did, but it did some hoodoo voodoo magic. <laughs> um, 
But after that, it was smooth sailing. I know some people have talked about connectivity issues because something I don't like about these games is they require you to be online at all times. Um, I don't like that. I think that's mostly a DRM thing, which, like, I get that you have to protect your stuff, but, like, that's kind of anti-consumer as well. Like, what if you don't have Wi-Fi yeah. or whatever? Like, if you want to buy a game, you can't play it if you're not connected to the internet. I really hate that, and that's a big knock against them uh, in my book there. Um, but that uh, philosophy aside... Uh, while I did get we could not connect to the Hitman servers a few times, I would just hit retry and the game would pick up immediately. And I, I think I ran into that in Hitman 2 as well. So, like, not a huge issue at all. Like, nothing to change your buying decision over. Right. That's a problem they got to fix, though, because for some people that, like, either don't have internet or have very poor uh, yeah. internet, that could be a deal breaker. Absolutely. And that's, like, that yeah. happening happening constantly. Um. I didn't run into that problem, fortunately. Same as you, just had to click out of it a couple times. But um, I guess I was going to say graphically, like, maybe for next gen, it looks especially good. But you played on a PC, which is probably the best it would ever look. Yeah. So, And you're saying it looks pretty much identical to Hitman 2. So. It might look a little better, you know? It's just, uh, right. it looks good. It looks good. Like, that's not a bad thing. It looks good. No, I mean, I was going to say, on my, like, basic ps4 it looked really really good i was impressed um i don't think i ran into hiccups at all technically so yeah good job hitman guys fix your servers but good job (laughs) very similar experience here as well i didn't really run into many issues uh i never crashed so i was genuinely surprised i honestly didn't expect to get as far as i did so that's a great sign and again, I played on PC, um, but other than like sometimes NPCs just like stuttering while they're walking or like running into walls and stuff like that, like that's really, that was, that was it. So yeah. I don't really have many complaints. So woo woo. Woo woo. Woo woo. Do we have any other things we want to talk about or are we ready to go into a vote? I kind of wish I had more. Me too, but... But I'm sorry I don't. I, I don't either. I think I'm ready. It's a very simple game and I don't mean that as an insult. Yeah. Just, uh, it's... It's solid. Like What you see is kind of what you get once, once you're in that first yeah. mission. Yeah, there's cool other stuff to discover, but the core of it is a very simple premise and I think that's to its advantage. It's solid. Yeah. 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 Agreed. All right. So, in the case... Of Hitman 3. How do we vote? So, uh, I actually do think I I flip-flopped a little bit as I was playing the game. Not too much. I had a feeling I knew where I was going to go and I did end up there. Uh, But like I said in my 24-hour impressions, if I had to give specific buying recommendations, particularly if you've never played a Hitman game and you're interested in trying one for sure, I would say just get Hitman 3, spend the extra 20 bucks, whatever it is, and just get all three of them. And then if you really love it, look, you have all that content to play. Um, However, if you played the other Hitman games and you were just kind of like, meh about them, this one is not gonna change your mind because it is so similar. So in that case, if you're like, I could do without it, then yeah, you can do without it. So it's it's kind of that weird uh, recommendation there. But if you loved the other Hitman games, then this is a for sure buy because it's all of that plus a little extra, uh, a few refinements here and there. So in terms of someone like me, here's kind of where I land. I think this game is ideal at like 30 bucks. I think that's what I got Hitman 2 for. 
Um, and it that felt like such a delight because it's a wonderful game and playing it at, at 30 bucks, even if it is short, feels like you're really getting your money's worth. Um, the I would say the biggest hiccup to be worried about is that length, especially at $60, uh, which is average pricing, but just this is kind of a spectacularly short game. Um, so if you're like me, you've played the other games, you liked them, um, but they weren't necessarily your favorite, this is actually going to be possi possibly the most positive do not buy I can give. Um, so in general, I'm going to say, yeah, unless you, you feel like you're going to get that replayability value, I would say do not buy with the intention of waiting for sale. Do play, just don't buy at $60. So. Oh, you voted don't buy. Yeah, you should not buy it, though, is my official... Oh. It, it, the most positive one I can give. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Is yeah. it my turn? Yeah. Okay. So um, I also have a caveat to my vote. Um, I'll, I'll just straight up say I think you should buy the game. You should definitely play it. But yes, buy. Um, just keep in mind, like, this game is for people that want to see all that there is to see, that want to get high scores, that want to replay the levels. If you're expecting just to go into this play each level once and then be done with it from there on uh then don't bother buying this at 60 wait till it's free or something yep. because you won't get the experience you want out of it for 60 dollars. but overall i was very very impressed it was my first hitman game i had a wonderful time in it um i do i regret the 60 dollar purchase maybe a little but I, 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 you know, I'm gonna go play those Hitman one and two levels and all that stuff. So maybe, maybe in like a week, I won't regret the purchase for sixty. So yes, I'm just, I'm gonna say, um, it is a hesitant. You should buy it though. <laughs> We're very middle of the road today. <laughs> yeah. And you said we wouldn't be here. I didn't think we you would. You said we wouldn't be at a crossroads. We can't tie because three of us played the game. Why? Well, dang it! It's, I'm still in the middle, man. Huh. Okay. Well, look. I also feel. I feel like I feel like this. I say it every every single review that my opinion should be taken with a grain of salt, or just the whole salt shaker, really. But I don't know. I but I also haven't finished the game. That's take it with a grain of rum. But Arr. take it. What? What? I hate you. Ah. <laughs> Okay, anyway, <laughs> I, for $60, I completely understand, especially it's only, a, it, if, I mean, if you're blowing through it, it's six hours. And so that's a little rough. But if you enjoy it, then you, you know, like Palazzo's going to do and hopefully enjoy, you know, the rest of it. Then you got one and two. So it's kind of like, well, I don't know. The reviews also, just like besides us, are very positive. So I feel like, or at least I hope that most people would enjoy this game and then play the first and second. But that's a hope, you know what I mean? But that being said, I do think you should buy it. I do. And that's just my opinion. So... So in the case of Hitman 3, you should buy it, though. Wow. That's the correct verdict. I was, I was hoping it would get a pass, but just something about it, I was like... If we're talking about just Hitman 3 for 60 bucks, yeah. it just barely lands in the do not buy for me. 
but I think mm -hmm. for a lot of people, especially if you haven't played the others and you're you're gonna be getting all three with this, um, you'll you'll find your money's worth, even if you only play them once. If you if you like it enough to play all of them. Yeah. That's the correct verdict. Let me give it the incorrect one. Yeah. Uh. No, no, but I like it's it's because like if in good conscience, if a random person came up to me and said like, should I buy it? Like that's what I would say. Like most likely, you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. That's you mean. fair. But I love the game so much that I wanted to see it pass. <laughs> okay. For sure. Yeah. You that's me? honestly. Yeah. That's very. Yeah. That's extremely valid. I. I. I can understand that 100%. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was our first <laughs> you should buy it of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We we like to start off the New Year's here. Should I buy it, though, with uh, the utmost of negativity? And then by the end of the year, we just increase as we go on. Look at how much happier we all feel today. Yeah. We had two soul-crushing <laughs> episodes. And look at this now. This is delightful. Congrats, Hitman. Oh, from now on, we're only reviewing Hitman games. Yeah. Hitman brings the world together. Let's let's play that mobile game, Hitman Go. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. All right. Well, how, how thank pleasant. you all so much for listening. Um, thank you, Giovanni Neste, our founding parent, for supporting this episode and requesting that we review Hitman 3. Thank you to our patrons, uh, Jerry Benetatis and Am Baird. Uh, if you're interested in if you're interested in supporting the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/ShouldIBuy. You can get access to exclusive rewards like our 24-hour impressions. We did one for this game where Palazzo told you a cool story about James Bond. <laughs> um, you can also join our Discord and and hang out with us and play some games with us, cool stuff like that. Also, we have another podcast called Dungeons and Drimbus, and we're doing Hunt for the Florida Man. Uh, is our second season. We play D&D, and we play ridiculous characters, and they're hunting the Florida Man. What more could you want? Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Agent 69 out.